T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's what I'm talking about. 202, welcome, welcome, welcome. To another edition of Carton and Roberts, Evan Roberts, Craig Carton, all the way to 6.30. It is an official football Friday, the last last regular season football Friday of the year. The New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles, the Joe Flacco Jets and the Miami Dolphins. And we get the news everyone with a heart was waiting for, and that is... That the young man in Buffalo, Damar Hamlin, is off a breathing tube, is able to speak, talk to, and saw the Bills teammates via FaceTime or some type of contraption today. And we can all breathe a sigh of relief. And we can now officially, legally, emotionally talk football, which is what we love to do week 18, we'll go through all the playoff scenarios. We'll go through how the NFL is trying to do right by everybody involved. It's not perfect, but it's the best you can expect uh, considering what took place Monday night. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, kid? I'm good. May I ask you a question? You can ask me anything you like. That's why I'm here. I'm at your disposal. I have not heard anyone else bring this up. Okay. And I'd like to present it to you. Is that uh, about us eating ice cream today? Are we? Are we not? I'm in. I'm in, too. I keep hearing about the neutral site AFC championship game. Yeah, they say Indy or Vegas, I guess. Can I bring up the obvious question? Why the hell not us? Seriously. Why the hell not us? Why? You, you want the game in MetLife Stadium? A thousand percent. And before you say no, let me counter with something. Yeah. The, can- the weather in Kansas City in January averages, I've done research, 38 degrees. The weather in Buffalo yeah. in January, 25 degrees. Oh, I have an answer. The weather in Cincinnati, 35 degrees. Yeah. Why the hell would we make a neutral site something that the Chiefs don't play home games at, that the Bills don't play home games at, and the Bengals don't play home games at? If you are looking for a climate and you are looking a stadium yeah. that best represents the three football teams that yeah. could lay claim yeah. to hosting a championship game, that place, Craig, is New Jersey. What up? First off, Chicago would be a better place, number Whatever. one. Number two, you're making a terrible mistake. What? The Giants? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> How can you commit MetLife Stadium <laughs> when the New York Giants are playing the Green Bay Packers at MetLife Stadium on January 29th? Damn it, I did say that, yeah. didn't I? I mean, how can you possibly have the AFC game here if the NFC game is there? Crap! There you go. <laughs> yeah. But listen, uh, you can make an argument it should be in a in a 
a weather zone that's typical for any one of those teams. You can make the argument, you know, to, like, take weather out of the mix. Why would you? No, I don't, I don't get that argument. Excuse me, I don't get that argument. There are three cold weather teams. Why the hell would you put that game in a Well, double? then there's no benefit to one over the other, right? Okay, fine. Look, I'll, I'll, you're right. Chicago, New York. But the point is, it's not as if there's a dome team involved. You know what in I would do? No joke. I would give it to a city that uh, has not had a playoff game in a long time. Medline Stadium. So those people could feel what it's like to have a playoff game. Hello. Yeah. Are you over there? An <laughs> AFC Championship game at MetLife Stadium. Yeah. What's that? By the way, I do apologize. Those of you uh, lately who've been complaining that you go to the app. And when you push the uh, listen live to Carton Roberts, it takes you to uh, the morning show. I've gotten a lot of those complaints this year. It's probably Boomer's fault. But if not, <laughs> uh, I'll send those uh, photos over to Spike because he's nothing else going on today. And I apologize. I don't know what to tell you. I wish there was an answer to that. The app sucks. It's always sucked. I don't know why it's ever not going to suck. Uh, but for those of you that don't have any problems, the app's great. It's always been great. Uh, it's always going to be great. That being said, yeah, look, if you told me they uh, picked MetLife, we had a Super Bowl there, but obviously they can't give you MetLife because the Giants right now are still alive for the potential of hosting a game there, right? What's really interesting to me is the Baltimore Raven aspect of all this, yeah, right? Now, yeah. I don't think the Ravens are going to beat the Bengals with Huntley at quarterback. Neither do you. By the way, just to update on that, Tyler Huntley may not even play on Sunday health-wise, too. So, so they, they go to could Anthony be, Brown? Is they that could be down to Anthony Brown, yeah. All right, so look, I mean, they're not going to win the game, but play out the possibility, right? Right. Uh, if the Baltimore Ravens won that game, they would have beaten the Cincinnati Bengals twice. And the only reason the Cincinnati Bengals uh, have been handed the division is because Based on playing one less game, their winning percentage is going to be higher than Baltimore's. And the NFL decided, to be fair, winning percentage is going to decide divisions. However, because the Ravens would have beaten them twice, even though the Bengals are the division winner, it wouldn't be fair to just give the game to Cincinnati. So we're going to have a coin flip, right? right? right. But if you are the Baltimore Ravens, if you did pull off that minor miracle and beat them with a third-string or even a second-string quarterback and laid claim to having beaten them twice, that'd be a tough pill to swallow if you lose that coin flip. Yeah. And now, because the other part of it is that right now the greatest likelihood is that you're playing them again in the first round of the playoffs. Could change, but that's the most likely scenario. Right. So now... Well, screws you, you in other ways, too, though, because you don't get the benefit of being a three-seed. You don't get to move up a little right. bit, which changes, A, who you'd play now and who you could potentially play in the future and home field advantage. Now, like, they're not going to be able to get home field advantage, say, against the Jacksonville Jaguars right. because they didn't win a division and they're right. going by seeds. The Baltimore Ravens kind of got hosed in this. Uh, yeah, listen, they might get the game, the first game at home if they win the coin toss, but you're right. Even if they won that game, you're now, you don't have the benefit of the next round of being a home team. Uh, and I will tell you this right now. While we're talking AFC and all that stuff, and I mean, I was guilty of this yesterday. We're all sleeping on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll speak for myself. I am. I was. And then I, it dawned on me. It's not, I mean, if you, if you want to go based on chalk, and the most likely outcome of things. Mm -hmm. You would say, we would all say, the Buffalo Bills are a better football team than the New England Patriots. They should beat them. They should beat them, especially at home. Now, who knows how they'll be, considering all the emotions of this week. But just if you break it down to football, the Buffalo Bills would be expected to beat the Patriots. 100%. We're in lockstep on that. 100%. 
the Miami Dolphins are playing a third-string quarterback. I think the game's a toss-up because the Jets, who the hell knows? Right. But not certainly, I can see the Jets beating the Dolphins right now. Third-string quarterback. Right? right now, it's viewed as a toss-up, but the yeah. Jets are actually slight favorites. Yeah. Last check, and I'm good with that. Right? You're playing against a third-string quarterback whose only uh, game was against the Jets, and we took care of business then too, right? Right. So if those two things happen, and I think they're more likely to happen than not. If the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Cleveland Browns, they're in the playoffs. No, 100%. Which, to me, would be one of the great, you know, reclamation projects midseason that any franchise has ever had. They were 2-6. and six, Yeah, they were buried. Right? They went from Mitchell Trubisky to Kenny Pickett. They got rid of Claypool. Everything's going to blow up there. Oh, my God. Tom was about to have his first losing season. Right? And now they are realistically most likely going to have a wild-card football The problem game. with that is the Cleveland Browns have won four out of six. The Cleveland Browns are now a better football team. And they did the play better offensively last yeah, week. The Cleveland Browns are now quarterbacked by Deshaun Watson. So I'd almost slightly disagree and say the okay. likeliest scenario is they all lose. Well, that I mean, and then what happens? The New England Patriots make the playoffs. Uh, no, that it would also open up the door for Jacksonville if they lost to Tennessee. Yeah. You're, you're 100% right. Yeah. I apologize. If yeah. Tennessee wins the division. Then the Jags could get in. Then Jacksonville could get in as a yeah. wild card. That so, is true. Yes. It's just it makes the weekend awesome. It all starts with Kansas City, of course, against the Raiders Saturday late afternoon. And then we go into what is absolutely a playoff game. Tennessee and Jacksonville. It ends Sunday night. Playoff game. Green Bay, Detroit. And here we are in New York. And we've got ourselves a playoff football team. The New York Giants, and as you just heard in Rich's update, Ojalari, rightfully so, not playing. Uh, other guys, not playing. I'm sure they're not going to announce anything about Danny Jones until you see him not on the on the field, because why would you, right? And the Philadelphia Eagles have to hope that they can beat the second-string New York Giants <laughs> so that they can wrap up the home field advantage of the bye. And how great would it be? I don't think the Giants are going to win this game, and I don't care because they're locked into the six seed. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Do, other than sticking it to the Eagle fan, yes. which matters to a degree, there's nothing the Giants benefit from How winning the game. How amazing would it be if the Tyrod Taylor New York Giants made the Eagles sweat and even better, won the game, yeah. which is irrelevant to what they do next week, most likely in Minnesota. But just to have a camera on Eagle fans yeah. and listen to Eagle fans it's, complain and moan It's and one whine, of those things. would be fantastic. It's one of those things where if you're a Giant fan, naturally, you hate the Eagles. And I think for the younger generation, you hate the Eagles more than you hate the Cowboys. I think it may be a little bit different if you're over the age of 40. I think there may be a split. But I do think that right now, the hatred for the Eagles has kind of yeah. risen above the Cowboys. Well, but, listen, the Eagles have won a Super Bowl, right? right? Yeah, Cow the Cow Cowboys have a single playoff win in 20 years. No, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's a long time since the Cowboys were that annoying dynasty. Yeah. But if the Giants somehow pulled off that great upset. Which would be one of the, I mean, and it means nothing to me, the Giants. And I think it goes away quick. I think by the time we're on the air Monday at 2 o'clock, you know what we're focused on? Kirk Cousins. Um, I'm I, telling you, I think it's going to be such I, a quick turn into I, that the playoffs. Let's I go. just hear that only because you and I aren't Giants fans. So I think you and I and I our dislike for fans. Philly. I apologize. I think we would enjoy a full day of Philly bashing. Yes. And then bang, right to Minnesota. I, yes. I apologize. I think that the Giant fan would enjoy it in the moment. 100%. I think you'd have a good time that night trolling. 
I think once Monday comes and you get it out of your system, I think it's all about the playoffs because it's not like making the playoffs is a common thing. Yeah, well, listen, it should be all about the playoffs because, as you laid out yesterday, the Giants have a shot. The Giants, uh, you know, know, listen, they'll be underdog by a couple points, obviously, but the New York Giants three weeks ago had every opportunity to beat the Vikings. They're not scared of the Vikings. You know, you also don't get your history out of your system, even though this team has nothing to do with 2011 and 2007, obviously. The giant history over the last few decades is make the playoffs and then shock the world. Right. That's the giant formula. Yeah. So you don't just knock that out of your system. I think as a giant fan, you will go into next weekend, whether it's Minnesota likely or San Francisco, with those memories fresh in your mind of, hey, we've done this before. Uh, None of them have, but yes. No, none of them have, (laughs) but we have. The franchise has. The fans have. Nobody on this roster has. Correct. But yes, that's kind of the uh, the MO, the DNA of the franchise. You have a lot of guys, and I start with Leonard Williams, who we have a connection to if you're a Jet fan, who's going to get to experience the playoffs for the first time in his NFL career. Yeah. And he's had a pretty good NFL career so far. I'm all pumped. I got to tell you, I'm so excited and I'm not a Giant fan. Just as a New Yorker, uh, I'm so excited that as New Yorkers, we have a playoff game. And a playoff game that's absolutely winnable. You know, forget also, McKinney didn't play against Minnesota. So by default, the secondary is already better than it was in that game. Justin Jefferson's a beast. But right now, let's enjoy the fact that we can make the Eagles sweat. And we're not gonna, you're not going to beat them, but just keep it close. Make the Eagle fans sweat out the possibility that they're going to throw the division out the window, that they're going to throw the uh, bye out the window, right? Mm-hmm. Just like 30 to nothing, it may happen. Let's just hope it's 17 all after it, three. Craig, it's sort of And a- the Eagle fan is starting to get that tight booty syndrome. And they're like, oh, my <laughs> yeah. God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. It's one of those games you can go into knowing, eh, it's a win-win. If we're getting our ass kicked, you could easily say it doesn't matter, let's move on. And if somehow it is close... Yeah. You get the knowledge that everybody down I-95, they're sweating. They're getting a little nervous. They get a little... Uh, yeah, because bad. if it happens, the Eagles lose the division. If Dallas Assuming wins. Dallas beats uh, Sam Howell and uh, Washington. And they're starting to sit guys, too, I just read. Yeah, because it's over. The season's over. Yep. Oh, could you imagine the Philadelphia Eagles dropping to five? That'd be hilarious. And then having to go to Tampa? <laughs> It's only bad because they had the division and the one seed wrapped up all year. Yep. Like, all season long. Yep. It was, oh, it's inevitable. Eagles are the one. It's a, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, if somehow they lose this game, and I don't think they will. No, neither do Just I. based on logic, they could blow the whole thing. Look, there's a couple things I don't think is going to happen. I don't think Kansas City is losing to the Raiders and uh, Jared Stidham. I don't think San Francisco is losing to Arizona. Yeah, there's a couple things just on paper I don't think are going to happen. But there's enough other games where it's legitimately a toss-up. Like, I don't know how the Bills are going to respond. I don't know how New England's going to play there. I don't know what Cincinnati's going to be like, you know, uh, laying a touchdown to Baltimore. I don't know how the Ravens are going to play, you know, without their court. Like, I don't know. But I I feel really comfortable about some of the games. None of us know because of the reaction to the human emotions, but the Buffalo Bills, much like most of us in America right now, are happy. We're excited about the news that's come out over really the last 36 hours. uh, It's going to be very uh, um, emotional for us to watch, and I'd be shocked if it didn't happen based on the news we heard today that he's now off the breathing tube and he talked to the team and all that. Mm -hmm. I would imagine that someone... Um, you know, when they have him, you know, kind of like cleaned up because you have a lot of like wires and tape and stuff and hasn't showered, of course, and all that stuff. 
Uh, I would imagine that he puts out a video. I think so, because I was just reading Can you imagine how emotional that would be at the uh, start of that game? No doubt. I was just reading he was FaceTiming a couple of Giant players, Isaiah Hodgins specifically, because they know each other. So obviously he must be feeling good enough where he's FaceTiming guys. Yeah, he knows uh, knows Julian Love, too. Right. Grew up, uh, I guess, in the neighboring towns, what have you. Oh, that that emotion in Buffalo is going to be through the roof. Hey, Bills fans! And not only that, Craig, how about the standing ovation for the heroes that saved his life. I imagine they bring them out uh, to a midfield before the game. No question. And what's amazing about those people, if you've ever met an EMT, a firefighter, or a cop, it's what they do. Like, it's nothing special because that's what they do. Right. Save lives. No doubt. Right, but I think, you know, honoring them and bringing them out, I, I'm prepared to cry this weekend. Oh, I agree. And I'm not a crier. I've cried like three times in my adult life. One was right here with you, as a matter of fact. I recall. I am not a crier. Yep. And I am prepared now. I actually bought a box of tissues. You should, man. And I'm not going to be ashamed of it. I'm going to cry my eyes out. I'm going to pretend like, you know, I got something in my eye. Of course. You know, because you still got kids and all that stuff. (laughs) But I'm going to sit down on the couch and I'm going to squeeze a lemon. Oh, I got lemon juice in my eye. I, uh, I'm in a position, Craig, where I better cry. I better cry. Because if I had a tear in my eye yeah. when Mike White came back from a rib injury a few weeks ago, <laughs> you bet your ass I better be bowling on Sunday. Yeah. And I think I will because it is emotional because it's a human thing. And to hear the good news and to hear the recovery over the last couple of days, how does that not make you smile? No yeah, matter who you are. And then one quick baseball thing we'll get to later today. Are you upset? Are you worried? Are you concerned? About to lose Correa? Is that a problem for you? You expect the Mets for walking away if they walk away? Well, first of all, yesterday on this show, and I have to own this, I said I'm confident he'll be a Met. I very much doubt we'll wake up and hear he's a twin. Meanwhile, we haven't gotten that yet, but it seems like we could that he ends up with the twins. I'm a little worried because now the leaks have started. We've seen leaks from Steve Cohen, let's be honest. We've seen leaks from Scott Boris, and it's starting to get a little ugly. A little, we're prepared to walk away. A little bit, we're talking to other teams. So I am a little worried to answer that question. If the Mets don't sign Carlos Correa, how would we all not understand it? They would be the second franchise who says, look, there's something up with his ankle. He's got a plate in it, and we're worried. And so... I think the word I would use... He's gone! There's nothing we can do! Not yet. It's a very fatherly thing to say. I won't be mad. I'll be disappointed. Oh, that's the worst thing a parent can say to a kid from the kid's perspective, too. (laughs) Well, we'll see how it plays out. Maybe the Yankees will get involved. 877-337-6666. We got lots cooking. Tons of football for you, of course. And I should mention that... The uh, quarterback's name in Miami, who was uh, mistakenly said earlier today on this radio station, is uh, is Skyler. Yes, in case you may who said it wrong. I'm not, I don't want. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. But uh, throughout the day today, uh, the name Thompson, uh, the first name, was not referenced as Skyler. Really? Yeah. By whom? I'm not. Say, I'm not. I'm not that guy. Will you tell me off air? I- I'm happy to. Well, no, no. Okay, Twitter. Just that me right now. You no, no. Twitter will tell me. Twitter. I'm just telling you, I, I'm aware of it. I don't want to embarrass anybody, but the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins' name is not Zach. His name is Skyler. Wait, someone was saying Zach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Twitter, can you tell me who the person was? Thanks.
I'll get the, the don't, answer. Don't, don't be a Twitter rat. Why is that a Twitter rat? Because you're going to get all these rats on Twitter that are going to go back down and listen to the entire day going, this guy said it, that guy said it, this guy said it. It's Skylar Thompson. Wait, more than one person said and it? Frank, I don't care if you get it right or not, but sometimes when I know an answer and I know I'm right, it hurts my ears to hear somebody get something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> although I love it because then it takes me off the hook later today when I get something wrong. Right. But, yeah, let's just get it right. Let's just try to be better, that's all. Was it Boomer? Huh? I'm not telling you who it was. Doesn't matter who it was. I give you his initials. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a rat. I'm just telling you it happened. And I, I want to know, I know people listening probably like, can we please get that right? You're a sports talk station. The best sports talk station, a station in the history of America. The That's first right. one, right? That's right. I'm right. We weren't the first ones to do sports talk, just 24-7 we were. Well, that's... There were other people in the country doing sports talk. Yeah, but talk. there's a very different yeah. thing between, oh, I did a show once in a while, and right. a station having the balls to say we're going 24 hours a day like the fan did well, back in 1987. To be fair, we didn't have the balls to stick with it. We had to bring Imus in here to give us four hours of non-sports to save the station. Oh, come on. Well, I'm just being accurate. of 24 hours of sports. To be fair, really? the station never worked as 24-7 sports. It was 20 hours. I just want to be honest and fair. Let's, let's just be fair. The station was a terrible, miserable failure. No, but why was twenty four seven sports? Why was the station a failure? No, no, no. Okay. Hold on, let's have a history lesson. Yeah, then I came why? along and changed everything up. That first of all, a lot of this is not true. Let's fix this. Why was the station a failure for the first two years till I miss got here? Uh, was it I, just? I'll tell you why. Yeah, because I know the answer. There's two answers. Actually. Yeah, go ahead. Let's see if you're right. The signal the station was on was ten fifty a.m. Significant. Okay, as opposed to six sixty originally. Ten fifty. Number to two. 660. Uh, there was real. There was one, but essentially none of the daytime talent were New Yorkers talking okay. New York sports. Yes, because the strategy at the beginning yes. was the updates the or the show. The updates were the biggest part of the show, and then eh, occasionally you'll hear a host. That obviously started to reverse a little bit to the point where we have no updates. They're basically gone. You're welcome for that, too. But, but it started... Like, I, have, I leave an indelible mark on this radio station. Uh, we'll get to you in a second. No, no, let's but start the with show start. the station started as a, we're giving you sports news yeah. with no opinions. Yeah, and there's all national hosts. Yeah. Once they said, hey, maybe we should go with opinions, Mike and the Mad Dog, things like that, it started to change. Yeah, I'm just... Now, as far as you're concerned... I just want to be clear. Like, it was not successful as 24. It was successful at 20. And then I came along and changed things up for everybody. You call that sports? <laughs> very, very little. Very, very little sports. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.